Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbley, and today, the limits of language. I record an occasionally weekly podcast with a linguist called Heron Stone. He's kind of a futurist, he's kind of a linguist, he's kind of an old curmudgeon, he's a variety of different things, but he is Heron Stone. And one of the points that he makes periodically is how useless language is in order to convey a wide variety of things. And I'm in complete agreement with that philosophy. My perspective is actually either we need to add a new vocabulary or we need to, you know, do something distinctly different with contemporary language in order for it to explain a variety of things, which it seems relatively useless explaining. Increasingly, we are a non-linguistic society. Increasingly, images are more important than sounds. And I think that has fundamentally changed the nature of language, where either language will catch up or it will be completely surpassed by images, in terms of the speed at which images can be presented. I suspect that we may get to full immersive environment aspects to this too. I suspect, based on video and these kind of things, the omnipresence of these kind of technologies, that eventually, with a few cameras in a room, you'll be able to actually broadcast the space to people, not just the environment, not just the video. And that will provide an interesting means of exploring things. Imagine historic homes that have a few cameras set up within them, and you can actually walk through the historic homes without actually going there. Anyone all over the world could do this. I'm sure there are a wide variety of other potential uses for this kind of technology, but I do find it inspiring. The reason I'm talking about this is because we had a caller on Model Rail Radio today. I recorded today. Called Ali Alamidi. He is a gentleman who left Iraq a couple of years ago. Unfortunately, through the nature of the Model Rail Radio recording, I don't like getting deep into, you know, political introspective things. So I avoided asking him a number of questions and getting his perspective on a number of different things. We were talking primarily about the structures which he builds, which are absolutely amazing. But I wondered, even if I had the ability to talk to him and the breadth of talking to him, whether I could convey even a small element of his life experience. Periodically through my life, I encounter people that have been refugees, political refugees, war refugees, these kind of folk. And the immense intelligence and warmth that they have seems to be so reassuring that the experience, I guess, of escaping from a place, of cognitively working through one's escape and then enacting that, produces a mental quality, or maybe you need a mental quality in order to have done that, which is so totally sublime from my own experience that I just really enjoy talking to people who have done this because they have a philosophy, a perspective. There's a level of caring about things. You'll occasionally meet people that are obsessed with the minutiae, But people who have genuinely escaped, people that have used their tenacity in order to get out of a situation, they don't dwell in that minutiae. They're at a different level, and the conversations that you have with them are at a different level. Nonetheless, for the purposes of succinctness, the reason that I'm recording this short funk is actually to lament the lack of applicable language to cover the nature of experiences of people such as Ali. And I wonder how one actually dissects these things, how one actually explains these experiences to a jaded population that turns on the news and knows about Iraq from the news. And this, I guess, is a problem. It's a problem worth thinking about, a problem worth reflecting on. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.